Hey, you guys, it is William Kyling from Movie Blogs, and the producers of the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 have been very busy devising the running order for each semi-final. They have finally revealed it. We are going to start with semi-final one, discussing who sings when, why they're singing where they're singing, and what that could mean. Are you ready to talk about it? <laughs> Let's do this! All right, let's quickly review the running order for semi-final one. Kicking things off is Albania's Ronella Hayati with Secret. In spot two, we have Latvia's Siti Zeni with Eat Your Salad. Then it's Lithuania's Monica Lu with Sentimentai. Switzerland's Marius Bear, Boys Do Cry. And in fifth position, it is Slovenia's LPS with Disco. Then we have Ukraine Kalush Orchestra with Stefania. Now, traditionally, Often is the case, there's a commercial break at this point after Act 6. We don't know what will happen this year, but it's often here. Then we go to Act 7, Bulgaria Intelligent Music Project Intention. 8 is the Netherlands, Steen with Didiepta. 9 is Moldova, Zadobziza Dub, and Frati Ahara with Train. 10th <laughs> is Portugal, Amaro. 11th is Croatia, Mia Dimsic. 12 is Denmark, Ready the Show. And again, usually a break comes after Act 12. In 13th position, it's Austria's Lumix featuring Miss Pia Maria with Halo. Then we have Iceland, Sister, Greece, Amanda Tinfjord, Die Together, Norway, Subwoofer, and closing the show, 17th position, it's Armenia's Rosalyn with Snap. As you know, countries were drawn randomly into the first half and the second half of each semifinal, but then it is up to the producers to decide the specific running order after that. The reason they do this, there are kind of two big reasons. The first is that they want to create the most engaging show possible. So you don't want to have a run of ballads. You know, right now, drawn into the second half, we have five folksy female acts, so you don't want them one after the other. I want to read a comment from Nomo Nomo. Sorry guys, but Greece, Armenia, the Netherlands, Portugal, Iceland, and Croatia all sound like different songs of the same artist in the same album, LOL. I think only one of them will qualify. The rest will be shocking non-qualifiers. Okay, so I don't know about all that, but I take your point that you want to spread these acts out. The other thing we need to remember is that producers have to consider practical things that we have no clue about. One, stage props. Say there's an act that takes, you know, a lot of time to deconstruct, to get off the stage. They might put that before a commercial break. Perhaps they put it last so they can wheel it off more easily. Also, they don't want sort of the same themes or same visuals. We don't know the visuals or colorscapes of each act, but you don't want to have three acts in a row that are all blue, 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 because then viewers will get bored and viewers will turn the channel and watch something else. In terms of genre and feel, at least the like sound of a song, I think they've done really well breaking this up. If we go through this running order, Albania, Ethnobop, Latvia, Quirky, Kooky, Lithuania, kind of spooky disco groove, as she told us in Barcelona. Four, Switzerland, emotional ballad. Five, Slovenia, disco. Six, Ukraine, ethno dance with some rap. Seven, Bulgaria, I said boring rock. Oh my gosh, I meant rock music. Eight, the Netherlands, emotional ballad. Nine, Moldova, ethno dance fun. Ten, Portugal, emotional, atmospheric, and quiet. Croatia, 
again, a folksy, nostalgic ballad. 12, Denmark pop rock. Then you've got the boom of Austria dance. And you've got 14, Iceland. Okay, I put boring. That What I mean is atmospheric and like will touch many people, if not me. Uh, 15, Greece emotional ballad. 6, subwoofer dance. 16, rather, subwoofer dance. And Armenia snap quiet. All right, let's, let's start at the beginning. Albania, Ronella Hayati. This is a fantastic opener. You want to start the show with something that's like boom, pow, that's going to draw viewers in. I think for a lot of people, this will feel very foreign. And I mean that as like exciting, as interesting, as new, a discovery. You know, she's singing in three languages, Albanian, Spanish, and English. And you know our girl's going to have some crazy ass staging. So this is a really good opener. Curiously, Albania has never opened a show at Eurovision before. So for them, this will be new and exciting. Next up, Latvia, City Zeni. A lot of people on our website prior to the running order reveal has suggested that this should close the show. Instead, it's been drawn into the death spot, spot number two. Um, you know, we need to remember acts have qualified to the final from spot two. I can think of Mikhail Spock from Poland um, a few years ago and maybe Iceland 2012, I think as well. I mean, it's not always you don't qualify if you're in spot two. Um, it's just, I think, you know, if I was organizing a show, I'd be like, okay, I start with something strong, then maybe I tuck in one of the more divisive entries or one of the entries that's less likely to be like thumbs up across the board to kind of get it out of the way. I'm not saying they can't do well. I'm not saying they can't surprise, but it seems that producers don't seem so confident if they're shoving them in that spot. Here's an interesting comment from TZS on our website. They write, Latvia singing about food and performing in position two, the same like they did in 2014. That was with Arzim Yeki and Cake to Bake. And they of course came 13th, so they almost made the final. Who knows? Maybe Salad will have a better day. Monica Lou going third, Sentimentai. She told us in Barcelona this has a spooky disco groove. Um, you know what, going early, some people in our comment section have been like, oh, this is a really bad thing. However, others have pointed out that she may look extra good coming after Eat Your Salad. If Eat Your Salad is divisive and will turn some people off, maybe the spooky disco groove will turn them back on. You know, her song almost has this like mystical quality. And I think that sober mysticism will really pop after the wild and crazy of tossing a salad. Fourth position, we have Marius Bear, Boys Do Cry. Luca Hani performed fourth in his semifinal in 2019. Maybe that's, you know, positive. Um, I think it's good that it's coming after Monica because like going from a little disco groove to this ballad, it'll be a nice tonal shift. He's going to pop out. Fifth, we have Slovenia LPS Disco. Um, last pizza slice does not do much for me. I tend to eat my pizza early. I'm grabbing all the delicious pieces. I don't wait for the last slice. Um, for me, this is a bit of filler, to be honest, so I don't really think it matters where it goes. Sixth, Ukraine Kalush Orchestra. Now, this is interesting. If the break does happen after this, the commercial break, I think that's really good because people will be talking. They will be talking about Ukraine in that commercial break. They will be saying, oh, this is emotional. Oh, wow, I can't believe they made it. You know, there could be a lot of positive, positive discussions going on. I also think having the commercial after this is just a smart idea because if you move from sort of live on tape performance, the Vidbeer performance rather, to the stage performance in Torino, there's a disconnect. So by having the commercial break, it becomes less, I don't know, it stands out less in the sense of awkwardness because they're not gonna be on the stage potentially if they use the Vidber performance, whereas other people will. So if that does happen, if they unfortunately can't make it, I think it's good that they have uh, the commercial break after them to normalize their performance. 
All right, then we have Bulgaria Intelligent Music Project. Um, funny enough, Bulgaria performed 7th in 2013, and Stoyan, the drummer, was the act in 2013 with Elitsa. They did not make it then. Will he have better luck in position 7 now? Clearly the favorite among producers, or one of the favorites among producers in the first half is Steen S10, Didiepta, emotional ballad, a lot of hype about this. It's been really amazing live, and she's getting to go toward the end of the first half. You know, do you save the best for last? This is a common theory among fans. Um, one of the big producers this year in charge, he of course is the Dutch producer. He's a Dutch producer. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not gonna try. Um, maybe he has a soft spot for his girl. All right, then we have Moldova. Um, this is gonna be a total tonal shift, isn't it? This is a total tonal shift from the pure emotion, the very modern laser show, potentially. We saw her perform with um, on Dutch TV of Steen. Going on to, you know, wacky, wackadoodle, wackadoodle crazy, in a good way, Moldova. Then you've got Portugal, total change of atmosphere again. Our girl sitting on a stool with her four or five other girls sitting on a stool. Um, Portugal benefits, I think, from coming after Moldova because that tonal shift is so, e it's immense. I mean, I don't know if you get two things more different than that. Then we go on to Croatia. Now, there are a lot of folk, actually, can we pause for one second? In the first half of this show, I've just noticed there were like five groups. You've got Latvia, you've got Slovenia, you've got Ukraine, Bulgaria, and Moldova, five groups. And the people in Eurovision circles often say, all five cannot go through. I don't know if the reason all five can't go through is because of the fact that they're groups. I think it's more down to the music. And of these groups, I would say obviously Ukraine has the best chance of going through. There's a wave of, you know, emotional support and sympathy, empathy, whatever you want to call it. But also they have an arresting song. I like the contrast between the rap, very staccato in your face, and then the elongated vowels of the folksy um, portions, the verses. So it, it's really, or sorry, the chorus. So it's a real, real nice contrast there. So yes, we said Portugal 10, Croatia 11, Denmark 12, pop rock. Um, I gotta say 11 and 12, I, I'm worried for them. I just, I don't think 11 and 12 really pop out. You know, Croatia's kind of lost in this sea of pop, um, folk girls we're gonna have. And Denmark, you know, I like pop rock, but something about the song just isn't really memorable. And I hate to say that because I like it. 13 Austria then comes out of nowhere, you know, it's gonna be crazy and wild, Miss Pia Maria slaying that Eurodance beat. Then you go to Iceland. So we're back to folksy music again. So I think in this run of songs, Austria is the one that's popping out to me. Um, funny enough, TZS writes on Wooby Blog, Iceland has position 14, the same like in 2011. It's funny because they sound similar to me. I think in 2011 it was coming home. That of course came fourth in its semifinal. Um, so maybe the fact that Iceland is so folksy and bare bones may make it stand out. I think if there weren't so many other folk songs, maybe Iceland would pop. But again, we've got Croatia, we've got Iceland, we've got Greece coming up, we've got Armenia. It's just a lot of folk, y'all. After Iceland, we have Greece, which is electro-emotional ballady. Some people have described this also as folky. So throw her in the mix. Oh my lord. I, I do think Greece will pop out after Sister. I think anything would pop after Sister because the Icelandic song is so pared back. A lot of people like it. I just think maybe it disappears. It's like too subtle. Um, and then Greece comes in with this emotional like heft, this electro boom. It's interesting though because the beginning of Greece is very pared back. It's like almost naked. So maybe 
she'll initially start as even more pared back than Iceland, and maybe people will be like, oh no, more of this. But if they pay attention, they'll see Amanda takes you on a journey. Because you gotta stick with that song, but that song is banging. Then we go to Norway. This is huge, in your face, boom, boom, boom. This could be a televote winner. It's interesting, a lot of people are debating, is Greece the favorite among producers or Norway? Because the two of these are getting that sort of next to last, the next, they're not last, but they're next to last and penultimate. Um, it's interesting, it's like a huge contrast. It's almost like the Elsie Bay, you know, emotion in Norway, and then the subwoofer Wild and Crazy. And we saw in Norway that Wild and Crazy won out, it was more memorable. That's gonna be interesting. Obviously, we haven't seen Greece's staging, so it's impossible to kind of assess the situation there. Um, but I think they'll be going big in the sense of, it's gonna be well executed, because I think they know they have a song that could potentially you know, take this, and so they're gonna to want to keep that momentum going. And then we close with Armenia. Now, there are a lot of ways to, oh, actually, let's go back. I've just realized, Greece, the singer, our girl grew up in Norway, speaks Norwegian. She's going just before Norway. Will this help Norway preserve its secret, the secret identity of its singers? Will Amanda and Subwoofer be backstage talking and all that twos and talk, fantastic show, blah, 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 hey, Norway. Will they be saying all that to each other and reveal their true identity? Could it be possible that Amanda Tinfjord will be the first person outside of the Norwegian delegation to know who Subwoofer are? I think yes. I'm not saying producers did that deliberately. I do think these are two of the obvious favorites in the second half. Um, so it makes sense that they would sing next to each other. And then from the high, wild, and crazy of Subwoofer, which will no doubt be like, whoa, memorable, everyone at the party puts down their drink, we go to Armenia Snap, Miss Rosa Lynn. Um, this has really surprised people. It makes me think that Norway could have something even more wild and over the top than they had at MGP. And maybe producers want the audience to cool down. Maybe they want the audience to cool down with the peaceful feels of Miss Rosa Lynn from Armenia. Writing on the Weeby Blogs website, Thanos asks, I wonder if Armenia's chances of qualification are raised by that spot. You know, closing the show is an honor, the last thing you think about. Colin replies, it entirely depends on whether she does it well live. If her performance is too low-key and unimpactful, the fact that it comes directly after the storm of Subwoofer will only do it disservice. Especially if either Iceland or Croatia, those are the other folksy songs, stage it much better earlier on. However, if her staging is cute and intimate, I can see Armenia sailing through. Yeah, I mean, ultimately none of this matters. It's all just gonna matter like what happens on the night. But it is really curious. Armenia was not one I had pegged to close the show. Perhaps they're gonna roll on some big old Athena Manukan inspired diamond or something really elaborate that takes time to take apart. I have no clue. Um, but to me, I'm getting the feeling that they have something cool stand with planned with staging. And that's why producers want it to close the show because they think it will be really high impact. You don't want to end the show on a thud, right? You don't want to end the show with a wah wah. So I trust, or rather I read this as a positive sign. Of course, let's finish with a huge grain of salt. This is a comment from Dennis. As usual, people read in way too much on a simple numbered list. ESC is a TV show with the main purpose to create a good show for audiences, so that is why there is a running order for producers to work around it. But we will be fooling ourselves if we think audiences give any thought to which song performs when. For the audience, it doesn't matter if a song is 3, 13, or 26. If they like it, they will vote for it. The starting order has never been a reason why a song wins, relax, and enjoy the show. And Wanna Eat My Spaghetti replied to Dennis saying this, 
You can't deny that running order has an impact on the way that the public votes. I will take some random examples. In 2016, Belgium closed semifinal two and finished third with the public. They then opened the final and finished 16th with the public. Same with Israel in 2017. Fourth with the televote when closing semifinal two, 22nd when opening the final. 2021. Malta finished second with a televote and first overall in the semi-final, performing last. Destiny got a spot number six in the final and finished 14th with a televote, seventh overall. There are a lot of examples, but there are also some examples that don't go this way, like Ukraine in 2018 that got good televote points, whether they closed the semifinal or opened the final. I think these comparisons between semifinal and final in terms of result, they aren't always accurate because there's a different mix of countries voting, different juries voting. In the semifinal, you've just got your 17 or 18 countries, right? But in the grand final, you have everyone. And so sometimes, even with the pots and trying to make fairness, there are a lot of other variables here that may explain why countries do better in the semis as opposed to the final. Um, but I do take your point. Like, you can read this in a number of ways. My ultimate conclusion is that an amazing song will cut through anything, whether that's running order, whether that's politics. This, of course, is for an amazing song. I think for borderline qualifiers, maybe the running order matters. Maybe the difference between 10th and 11th, you know, or 9th and 13th even. In that area, there's a, it's a bit more gray. And so I don't want to say one way or the other. Um, all I know is this, bring your A game. You got to get out there and slay. And if you do, running order shouldn't matter so much. All right, that's what we think. What do you think? Are you living for the semifinal one running order? Who do you think will win? Who is your jury pick? Who is your televote pick? Who benefits from the running order? And who sadly suffers from it? Let us know here on Weebly Blogs. And we'll see you later. Bye.